Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Screens After Midnight. I am Peter, and joining me, as always, is Tim. Hey, shop S smart. <laughs> shop smart. Shop S smart. Uh, and if those introductions weren't obvious, uh, we are here today to talk about Army of Darkness, Evil Dead 3, uh, or sometimes referred to as Bruce Campbell versus the Army yeah. of Darkness, which is a really weird title when you think about it, because it's not Bruce Campbell, yeah. it's Ash. But yes. whatever. Uh, so, yeah, we did obviously Evil Dead 1 and 2. This is the Octoberthon, of course. We're working through a lot of movies, and we'd like to do one of the shorter franchises every October. And this you know, year, we decided to do Evil Dead. and uh, We did 1 and 2. This is obviously movie number 3. And... You know, watching these in a relatively, you know, back-to-back, essentially, over a few weeks, mm. it's really fascinating watching how the franchise changed <laughs> from movie to movie and mm-hmm. how this is so different. But regardless, we'll get into everything. Uh, we'll start spoiler-free, as we always do. We'll give you a warning before we get into spoilers. Uh, I do have to ask a question, though, Tim. Uh, did you watch the theatrical cut or the director's cut? Um, oh, you know what? Uh, it, it must have been theatrical, because I had the... Original yeah, not, ending. Yes, yeah, not the, the yeah. much different ending, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also watched the theatrical cut. I, I chose the theatrical cut because I actually prefer it a little bit mm-hmm. uh, of the two. Uh, not because I don't like the uh, alternate ending, although the canon ending has to be the original one because the TV show can't happen then if it's right. the, the alternate ending. But uh, it's more just because like, the pacing's a little bit better. I think the extra stuff in the uh, director's cut that's sprinkled throughout makes it just the pacing just drag a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, theatrical. So I, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, I forget what, um, my Blu-ray copy even has. If it, I'm not sure if it even has the option. I forget. Um, hmm. I have to double check. Uh, well, actually my, my, <coughs> uh, Blu-ray drive on my PS4 died when I tried to play this last day. So I have to watch uh-huh. it another way. So, no. uh, <laughs> so, but, I, uh, so wait, that, and Oh, before your your yes, did your Blu-ray player die and now your PS4 died? Well, my PS4 still works. It's just a disc drive that doesn't work. So I can still play all my games are digital, so I can still play my games oh, okay, on okay. it. But uh, it's just a disc drive doesn't work. So I, I I literally have no Blu-ray player right now because oh, no. <laughs> both my both, both my drives have died. Now they were both old. Like my my PS4 is seven years old mm-hmm. and my Blu-ray player was ten years old. So okay, I mean I can't be that mad. Yeah. <laughs> but it's unfortunate timing is all i'm saying yeah so yes army darts we're gonna get into it here uh so <laughs> basic premise obviously evil dead 2 sets up the ash is sent back in time to what the 13th century i think he says um mm-hmm. and he ends up in medieval times and has to help the knights of the castle fight off the army of darkness uh, the army of the undead mm-hmm. it is pretty much <clears throat> what it says on the tin and that is so different from Evil Dead 1 or 2. And he is full-blown Ash. He's full-blown cheesy Bruce Campbell with one-liners, cheesy references, the whole thing. Uh, this is kind of where Ash really becomes Ash that we, we know and love and then expected in the TV show uh, later mm-hmm. on. So, uh, Which we actually reviewed together, by the way. You can get uh, yes. our review mm-hmm. of all of the TV show on the channel if you want to search it out. Uh, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the answer's pretty obvious to this question, but <laughs> Tim, how did you to feel yeah. about Army of Darkness? Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I still love it. Uh, yeah, I, again, I'm a you know, very big Evil Dead fan, and then, uh, yeah, this movie is definitely uh, a departure. Yeah, like, you know, at this point, we're in, like, full-blown comedy town. Like, 
you know, uh, not that like I wouldn't consider this a horror movie. Like I would say like it's definitely like horror comedy or whatever. Um, but yeah, like a lot of the horror elements have basically been kind of like laid aside for more of the, uh, you know, comedic stuff. But I mean, and maybe a lot of it is nostalgia from watching as a kid, but I mean, it all still works. Like, you know, Bruce Campbell is, you know, he's, you know, kind of a smarmy asshole, but hey, he really makes it work. And it's, you know, very hard not to like him in this, uh, <clears throat> you know, doing the cheesy lines and stuff. But uh, I mean, I, it's still like tons of fun uh, and, you know, lots of cool like set pieces and, uh, you know, the effects all look really nice. Um, and uh, it, it's interesting because I, I do like, I think this was the first one of these movies that I was aware of because I, um, yeah, I don't think I actually watched them until I was probably in like, maybe like middle school or something. But um, I feel like I, I, I must have seen this trailer uh, at some point because uh, it just like when they're doing like a lot of the battle stuff, it just like looks so familiar to me, like seeing it as a kid, like uh, either at the movie theaters or on TV. I must have seen like lots of commercials or trailers or something for this. Yeah. Um, I don't know which... Uh what i knew of first i think i saw them in order i think i saw evil <coughs> dead first then two then army of darkness uh by luck perhaps I don't, i'm not even sure um what i was thinking about when i was watching this actually is that technically speaking from ashley's perspective it's only been like a day or two since he went up to the cabin and <laughs> that's true yeah <laughs> and he was college age in the first one and but now obviously it's been like 15 years uh but he's technically supposed to still be that age like no time's yeah. supposed to have passed for him <laughs> So I think that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Fighting deadites will age you. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, they will. Yes, uh, it's funny because I'm watching the movie and it's starting. And we mentioned in Evil Dead 2's review, of course, that the ending mm -hmm. of Evil Dead 2, even though he does go back to the past, doesn't really match up with the start of this at all. Because the end of Evil Dead 2, they're all cheering for him and all the rest of it. Whereas here, he starts mm -hmm. off and he's in shackles and he's been led yeah. to his death because they think he's part of the the rival army, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. But i'm watching it and i'm going yeah this is you know this is the cheesy one and it's the fun one and i'm like you know maybe you know maybe this is the weakest of the three actually maybe in a pure directing and like story mm -hmm. level it's kind of the, the weakest from a stylistic point of view and i actually mm -hmm. do think that's true when i got to the end of it i'm like yeah. i think from a from a, just a raw movie making perspective and atmosphere and like it's definitely the one that feels the the most uh loose and doesn't you know mm. feel, and despite the fact that it's got more of a budget i actually feel like it feels cheaper in some places but like sure. I, it's the sort of thing where there's points where they're obviously on a sound stage but because the, the first mm. two had to be shot in a real forest and there was never a sound stage they actually look more real bizarrely than some of yeah. this movie which is shot in like elaborate sets and things or like that or like there'll be time when like they're fighting like skeletons at the end, but it's like it's very obvious the skeletons are just like standing still. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of goofy stuff with that. And I'm not, I'm not really trying to rag on it for that, but it actually yeah. loses some of its kind of mystique from even the the second one. Never mind the first one, which sure. is all mystique and like horror. Um, mm -hmm. and that sounds like I'm being like I'm about to be really negative and harsh, but I'm 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 making this point because I'm building up to the point where. The first time Ash opened his mouth properly, which is, and I remember the line because I cackled at it because I'd forgotten about it. Is mm -hmm. uh, I guess what's what's the what's the, the the rival uh, Henry Henry yeah. the Red? Uh, yeah. He says that he's Henry the Red. He's in charge of the Red Army, and Ash turns to him and says, 
you ain't in charge of but two things jack and shit and jack left town yeah. and it's at that moment i'm like okay i remember why i like this movie like yeah. it's like all the other stuff is like fine like i, I don't think evil ash that's the main villain I, I don't think that the army of the dead are remotely as interesting as like the dead eights in the first two and i, I don't think yeah. that the actual plot is that great some of it's really goofy not that Evil Dead 2 is like a goofy element, because it does, but... Yeah. You come to this movie for Bruce Campbell just being the most Bruce Campbell he's ever been, and that's what, totally. that's what it is. That And, you know, when he's saying things like, first you want to kill me, then you want to <laughs> kiss me. Blow. Or, you know, like... Or, you know, every, every one-liner he has, every time he, he gets, you know, he makes his speech about his boomstick... Or anything else. There's a reason why this movie's endured in popularity and pop culture, and these are the reasons why. It's, it's yeah. these things, and it's. And so, it, I feel, or like I, I feel like people like you know quote so many, um, like the like they they act like Evil Dead has like so many quotes and stuff, but it's really they all come from this. Like, you know, there's there's like a few lines in like Evil Dead Two and stuff, but like all of the lines you associate from them like are really from this movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I feel like. Uh, I do I do think this is the weakest of the three in terms of a film. In terms sure. of like yeah. the production, even though it's got the biggest budget, I actually think the production like quality is higher mm. than the in the first two, or at least the aesthetic is. And yeah. the direction's better. I, I think this is a lot more like normal. Um and the mm. very Danny Elfman sounding music at times. Uh there's actually there's a point where the army's getting ready, like, you know, late in the movie, where it legitimately sounded like the music from Batman returns when the penguins are all marching out of the city. <laughs> and I was like, man, I I'm noticing this. Uh, I mean, yeah, I wonder if part of that is because this is, like, an actual, like, studio movie. Mm. Like, because, I mean, the first ones were both just independent, right? Oh, yeah, completely, yeah. Yeah, so, like, they, they didn't really have anyone telling them I mean, what to do. The, 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 like, first, the first one especially is, is basically a student film. They were shooting that yeah. on the weekends while they were, you know, either at school or working during the week. Like, Yeah. Uh, so, I, I don't know, like, I do wonder if some of the, some of the, like, again, I, I still love the movie and, you know, I think a lot of it works, but I wonder if some of the stuff that, <clears throat> like you said, maybe loses some of the mystique or whatnot, like, if, if that is more because of a, having to transition to yeah working with like a studio and ha now having like producers and stuff and um and I, I don't know i wonder if like that's why they don't really call it evil dead 3 like if they i don't know if they were worried that like mm. not enough people know what evil dead is uh i don't know it's a it's a very strange <laughs> that they, they kind of even made this movie and that yeah like they, they went with this plot and stuff but yeah also uh, just an yeah. amendment on something i said uh there mm -hmm. is actually one piece of music in this that is actually done by danny elfman he's not the main composer oh, wow. <laughs> uh he did yeah. the march of the dead which that might be the one that i thought sounded really elfman because i actually do like the track that plays during the, the training mm -hmm. montage uh i like that oh, yeah. track mm -hmm. but uh yeah but anyway so no, yeah, I, so it is a fun movie. It's good. It's wacky. Bruce Campbell is just being super Bruce Campbell, and that's what's so fun about it. Um, mm -hmm. I was laughing a lot during it. Um, but I do think in terms of film quality, overall, it is the weakest of the three. Um, yeah. <clears throat> no, so, I mean, I definitely agree with it, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I don't think I would have said. Like, I think if you'd asked me for memory mm -hmm. before, I might have said it. Uh, I don't know. I might have said one was the weakest, and I actually don't think that at all now. I, I think... Mm -hmm. 
one is uh, really strong. I was surprised by how much I, I think that held up when I watched it. Um, yeah. Whereas this, you know, there is some effects in this that are kind of of age oddly poorly like sure you know i i commented i was watching it is this came out a year after t2 and a year before jurassic park so it's kind of in this weird transitionary era where they were still doing all these goofy old ways of doing effects but there's mm. obviously the the the, the, cre- the cream of the crop were starting to push these new like mm. next level things so i like when the um you know when there's when he's fighting all the tiny ashes and like <clears throat> the one scene where they're like trying to like hold his uh nose uh oh, yeah. hold his nostrils <laughs> it looks so bad it does it looks really really bad <laughs> and there's a lot of like obvious like doubles in that scene as well uh yeah. they don't even try and head like i'm like you, but you couldn't do the whole thing where you film them multiple times and uh don't yeah. know, bruce campbell has a lot to do in this movie because he's playing the villain as well as well as being mm-hmm. in almost every scene as ash yeah uh, and then you've got the little ashes where he's doing some of that as well so there's, there's a whole lot going on with bruce campbell mm-hmm. in this movie um but uh, you, you've got, uh, you know, your third Linda. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ar- ar- arguably, if you want to call Sheila the fourth Linda, and then sure. the woman uh, towards the end is the fifth Linda. Uh, you know, <laughs> a lot of Lindas in, in, this, in this movie. Um, so, no. It, 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 it's baffling to me just how much of a remake of this uh, Oz the Great and the Powerful is. Look, it's the exact same plot. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, I really have to go and watch it. Uh, I, I'm don't have any uh notion that it'll be good but uh, i am very curious about it yeah instead of bruce campbell you've got james franco just playing everything very straight uh that does not sound fun no 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 it was not it was not um uh uh, sorry uh yeah it always kind of reminds me of the um uh uh third back to the future (laughs) movie too where it's just like Mm. um such like a, a wild uh like step where it's like yeah the first two feel very in sync but then like the third one's like oh all of a sudden they're back like way way back <laughs> in time yeah yeah at least back to the future already had time travel in it though <laughs> true true <laughs> the, the the other thing it kind of um reminds me of which this is the one reason why uh maybe i would would have liked um the uh director's cut ending <clears throat> is um it, it, it kind of reminds me for uh for like a couple of years we had a like a really strong run on a on daredevil and like there would be like with a certain like with brian michael bendis I, I don't know if it was like a a thing where like everyone was trying to do this but like whenever someone would end their run they would always end it in like a really big cliffhanger of like all right what are you going to do with the character next like uh you know uh when bendis left he had uh the uh like daredevil was like just going to jail and then uh you know brubaker picked up and then like when he uh ended his uh run it was like daredevil just got um like became the uh ruler of the hand and then uh yeah i think um andy devil after that and i want to say i think his run ends with like a i think daredevil died at the end of that or you know quote unquote like when a comic book character dies yeah but uh it always kind of uh it always kind of reminded me of that with these movies where it's like yeah you have the first one ends with like uh looking like the force is coming straight at bruce campbell and then the second one ends where like he goes back in time and then yeah if you had the director's cut on this yeah, like but it's the director doing it to himself 
Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I went through some really odd cliffhanger, but to the, to the point where every single one kind of has to retcon the ending of the previous one yeah. a little bit because he wants to like you know oh, okay well I want to have it be that you know no one trusts him at first so I don't want to yeah. do the, the cheering thing from the end of two I'm going to redo it. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of weird uh, in that sense, uh, but it's a fun movie. Like you know, Army of Darkness is is delightful and yeah. uh, well worth watching. So. Uh, I will get to spoilers. Uh, I'll take this time to thank your Patreon producers at the time of recording. So thank you to Tyler Hess, Cindy Palacios, David Short, Bored Now, Al Tribesman, Christopher Moy, Brett Williams, and David Brown. They are our Patreon producers for the month. Uh, that means that they are $20 or more patrons, and you can, of course, support us at that tier if you want to be a producer too. But you can support us for just $1 per month, uh, and you can get bonus episodes of the show every month. You get four this month for the Octoberthon, but every month there's a bonus episode added there's a back catalogue now of about 20, probably close to 25 now, uh, episodes. And you get access to all of them, of course, for that dollar. And uh, then you get the voting rights, you get early access at $5, and there's other stuff at the higher tier. So go and, go and have a look and see if you're interested uh, and help keep all the content coming. But yeah, so full spoilers for Army of Darkness <coughs> from this point on. And yeah, so it starts with, you know, a, kind of a previously on Evil Dead kind of thing again, <laughs> uh, where they've reshot. We, we, in fact, you know, I, I joked we got the third Linda because we do literally get a third actress playing Linda at the start mm-hmm. of this. Um, and I'm like, wait, that, that scene of them arriving at the cabin, he's literally done three times now uh, in three yeah. different movies. But here we are. Mm-hmm. But he goes back in time. And who? Uh, oh. And then the... Maybe I'm wrong. Is it, the person that plays Linda in this one, I think, wasn't someone like a little bit more notable? Well, I don't know. I'll, I'll go find out. I'll um, scroll up and check. Why? Oh no, I, I just I don't think I've really noticed it before. Oh, but it is, then, yeah, it's uh, Bridget Fonda. It was like that's actually like oh like that's like a a known actress, and I I don't think I ever really realized that was her. <laughs> yeah, I only really know her from Lake Placid. I think. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, she's like definitely. I don't. I don't know if maybe she's done, like, anything super recently. But I mean, that's, that's definitely like a name, you know. Oh like yeah. She's been in stuff. Oh, it's definitely more of a name than any of the other Linda's. <coughs> I, mean, I guess I mean, no, no offense to the other ones. I mean, they're all great, but I guess the big thing at the time was is that she was in uh, Godfather Part Three just a couple of years before. Oh, okay. So, Godfather. Well, uh, two great uh, third movies. <laughs> that she's been in. <laughs> Very good. Uh, her first role was an uncredited one in Easy Rider. She was a kid in that. Oh, okay. Yeah, fancy that. Uh, so there you go. It's uh, Bridget Fonda. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, it goes back in time and they don't trust them. They think he's uh, with the, the Red Army. And they throw, they got a pit in the castle, which... <laughs> has a dead eye in it. And at first they just tease it by throwing another guy from the army in and we just get this gushing like pour of blood coming up from it. Um, yeah. Which I have to admit is a bit of a cheat to me because when he goes down there and it's just a dead eye, I'm like, wait, how did the dead eye do that? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, dead eye can't I do mean, that. I, I mean, you know, you had the, uh, you know, the, the cabin in the first one like sprayed like torrents of blood like I don't know, maybe mm. it's some type of deadite trick or something, or... I don't know. But he gets thrown down, and that's when we finally see what is down there. And he actually does quite well. This is something I liked about it, watching it again, is that he actually 
holds his own with no weapons. He's just kind of using his legs and his feet. He's fighting back to the point where the others are starting to like sort of be like, this is like, how's doing so well. They have to actually start the spike walls coming in. They have to sort of intentionally try and trap them <coughs> and make it harder. Uh, but luckily, there's the one sort of prophet guy of the time who thinks that he might be the chosen one. And he throws him down his chainsaw, and we get the glorious the chainsaw, <laughs> yeah, falling down, and he's he's just landing on his stump. He just puts his arm up, and it lands on his stump, and it's, and time it's like for... a nice little like click yeah. into place, like. And yeah. he, he kills a dead eye, but then like this like wall mud creature, <laughs> demon comes from the wall and starts yeah. attacking him. Uh, he grabs the chain, narrowly gets out of the pit, and comes up the. The, the creature eventually jumps up to him as well, but this is after he makes his boomstick speech. Uh, yeah. Because everyone's in shock. They're like, oh my God, he got out. Oh my God, maybe he is the chosen one. And mm-hmm. they're debating, like, you know, what to do. Like, because, uh, you know, the one guy wants to have a duel with him and kill him and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. And eventually, out of nowhere, he <coughs> he blasts his shotgun, right? Uh, where it was, where the shotgun was and where he got it from, I'm not entirely sure. You assume that uh, one, of the, one of the knights has it from when they, they got him oh sure 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 yeah yeah because obviously i, I, I thought you meant in general i was like well he no, had no, the, no, no. the second it, okay. obviously it came with him but i mean like the, the prophet dude threw down the chainsaw but where yeah, was the yeah. shotgun because he didn't have it and it just you know he has it when he shoots <laughs> it so yeah good good question <laughs> but then he makes his speech you know about the boomstick mm-hmm. you know s mark top of the line retails for about 109.95 all that like, stuff like uh, I, I love that he, like, has such, like, reverence for his, like, shitty job. Like, <clears throat> like most people wouldn't care that much if they worked at, like, a, you know, convenience store or whatever. But uh, I love the, I mean, maybe this is heresy to say, but, like, Ash is just kind of, like, a lame dude. <laughs> but, like, well, I mean, that, you love him for it. Yeah, that's but... kind of the joke, though, is that he's terrible at everything, except yeah. he's really good at fighting dead eggs. Like, that's... Yeah. It's almost a meta joke in this movie that he is absolute garbage at everything but that. And that's what impresses everyone and makes them think he's the chosen one. So they all kind of herald him as this, especially because the the monster jumps out, the the, the wall one, and then he blasts Mm. it a bunch of times and whatnot. Um, Which leads to him saying, okay, how do we get me back home? And it cuts to him being fed grapes as he's lying there, (laughs) being pampered. Mm. Uh, the, The woman, the love interest, Sheila who wanted him dead because her brother was killed by the Red Army. Um, now she's like, I'm sorry, my lord. You're, you know, the the, the magical special <coughs> person. Uh, he faced a dead eye. He has some more one-liners. Of course, when he kills this dead eye, he has to shoot his shotgun over his shoulder and shoot him from behind. <laughs> cause yeah. Of course he does. Uh, <laughs> it's a delightful moment, though. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll give it that. But... I do wonder if, like, some of this was, like, Bruce, like, going up to Sam and being like, listen, you've been torturing me, like, for these last two movies. Can you at least give me some, like, like, give me some cool stuff to do? Like, maybe, uh, hey, maybe hey. some l- women. He's he's getting tortured later again. Don't worry. So he, oh, yeah. It's yeah. not like he, doesn't, he gets out of this one scot-free. <laughs> but, you know, he does the thing where he shoots over his shoulder. And then he kind of does this thing where he kind of, like, almost... I always say orgasms, but he kind of like <laughs> he kind of like sort of like goes, as he's bringing the gun down after he shot it. He's yeah. kind of like, Ooh, like he shakes a little bit. <laughs> he's into it. He's feeling it. It's so uh, it really is so great, man. There really is like no one like like him. Like it's just so like there's so much like dumb stuff he can do, and you just you can't help but love <laughs> this character. 
I mean, we have to talk about the fact that Ash somehow knows how to build a robotic uh, hand. Of course. Out of material <laughs> in a blacksmith in the 13th century. Uh, and it's one thing, like, I, I buy that he can build, like, a sort of prosthetic hand out of metal and stuff. Like, it's just, like, sure. a hand-shaped thing. But see when he closes it, you, the sound effects, <laughs> the sound effects are very specific here. It sounds like there's like actual like <laughs> mechanical moving parts. It's, it sounds like a robot hand opening and closing going. Yeah. Z- z- <laughs> so wait, did he Listen. also, did he also develop like some sort of battery for this thing so he could control it? Like, if, I mean, there, there's so much stuff that's in the trunk of his car. If he has books on <laughs> chemistry, I'm sure he has books on robotics. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which you know, I I didn't realize before. I don't think I ever caught this, but when I watched it yesterday, I noticed he had some comic books too. Uh, yeah, Fangoria. Yeah, yeah. There's Fangoria, and then there was one. Uh, it's maybe a little hard to see, but it was um had a big DPH, which I think is Dark Horse Presents. Uh, ah, okay. I was like, oh, cool. It would surprise me if Dark Horse had done some Evil Dead comics at some point. It seems like the sort of place they may have done. Yeah. Uh, but I know like Dynamite has a license now, but I feel like they might have had comics like before then. Oh, be sure. Surprised. Yeah, uh, <coughs> so he's got on this quest to get the book because the, the the prophet needs the book to let him go back to his time. They also want the book to like save them from the army of the undead and blah blah. blah. Uh, uh, and you know what's funny too is like watching this. Like, I always thought it was kind of weird. Like, I was like, oh man, like why are these two? I, I don't I don't know what they are. Like countries or villages or whatever. Or, um palaces are like why are they at war with each other when you when you have this like you know deadite disease like running around like shouldn't that be like a bigger thing that unites and brings them together but then just thinking about uh the the world today i'm like oh yeah i guess that's not that unbelievable <laughs> fair point fair point uh of course uh sheila does uh get it on with them before he leaves for this this quest <laughs> Uh, give me some sugar, baby, uh, to be precise. Uh, but he, he, uh, we have the whole thing where he's told that when he gets to the book and he takes it, he has to say Klaatu Verada Nictu, which I remember because not only is it the phrase in this, it's also a phrase that's used in Day of the Earthstone still, mm-hmm. uh, the classic sci-fi movie, um, which I assume is no accident. I, uh, Sam Raimi's probably course, yeah. intentionally been a nerd. But <laughs> he goes off on his travels. He ends up running from the the you know the the pov camera through the woods which mm-hmm. you can tell this movie's got a bigger budget because in this one some of the trees have been rigged to like split in half as if the as if the pov is going through the trees as if the force of the the supernatural entity is like splitting the trees in half so you can tell they're uh, amping up a little bit but he gets to a windmill and i love that ash has experienced enough now that he actually anticipates that his reflection is going to come to life and be evil and try and kill him. He knows this is going to happen because it happened in the second one. So he yeah. preemptively smashes the mirror. What he didn't predict, though, is that this would mean that lots of many little ashes would come out of all the different bits of glass and attack him that way. Yeah. Which leads to a lot of, like, straight-up, you know, slapstick comedy mm-hmm. stuff. It, like it, yeah, it all, it, it all... It feels like... It's very funny, but also feels like very like old school, like I don't know, like Three Stooges or, or like something kind of comedy. <laughs> that yeah, you would see. I, well, there's some some Laurel and Hardy stuff, I'm sure, when they do. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, see, see when he's like on the ground after he's been grabbed and the skeleton hands are coming up and like try to like poke oh, yeah, him in yeah. the eyes and stuff like that. Yeah. That's like straight up, <laughs> you know, classic comedy stuff mm-hmm. uh, like that. But uh, but I, I obviously there's some fun stuff here where the like he's trying to fight back and he like. 
steps in one, but they hold up a nail, so he gets like you know stabbed yeah. in the foot. Uh, he eventually like they hold his mouth open so that he swallows one of them, which leads to the evil ash growing from his shoulder. It starts with just an eye, which I thought was a really good prosthetic. Actually, you can see the eye moving. It's like a really yeah. nice uh, effect. Uh, and then it's like you have a like, regular uh, William Birkin. Ah, <laughs> uh, very good. That, I appreciate that reference. It's a proper Resident <laughs> Evil reference. Uh, but then you see like the, the sort of the, the, the sort of second half body. It's, it's, it's clearly a dummy. This looks doesn't look quite as good. But you've got Ash <laughs> yeah. running around with a second sort of arm and like yeah. chest and head kind of sticking out of him. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the point where there's like almost like two full people like co-joined, and then mm-hmm. eventually you have a uh, you know Ash versus Evil Ash and. <laughs> Which leads to the big one-liner of, uh, you know, mm. good, bad, I'm the one with a gun uh, moment mm. kind of thing. Uh, where he, he wins and he, he shoots Evil Ash and buries him, which is all fine and well until he fails to say the words when he gets to the book. And I do like that there's uh, multiple books, <laughs> too. I think it's a fun gag. Oh, yeah. Really, cause I actually thought the effect looked really good. Too, though. The one that sucks him in. Well, see, when he's yeah. actually climbing <laughs> back out of the book, I thought that looked really good. Yeah, uh, it's it's such like a weird gag. It's like, all right, this is like a full on cartoon <laughs> at this oh, point. But I, I get it, it's is. like, yeah. Uh, I I mean the 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 whole face stretching thing afterwards. I wasn't as <laughs> it it did feel a bit weird to me though. He'd do that one first and then do the 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 flying book try to hit him one second. Yeah. I feel like no, do the flying book one first because that that feels smaller. And then do the sucky down and like climbing out. That's 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 your yeah. bigger effect. Do that one second, but mm. whatever. Uh, but he goes, do I love though? He remembers when he's going for the third book that he's supposed to say the words, yeah. but I'm like, you tried to pick up the first two without saying them, though. No. Like, what, what Like what if you, yeah. what if those were right? <coughs> not that that's said, true. Not that he says them anyway. Uh, yeah. Klaatu Verada. <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah. I, I love that he looks around, though. He's like, sort of side, he goes to the side. Yeah. Yep, there it is. I said it. Okay, taking the book now. Yeah, I, I love like later when he yeah when he's talked to him he's like I I said him mostly basically not every tiny little syllable but I get more or less got it right <laughs> yeah so that that's actually raises the army of the dead it raises the evil ash again and mm-hmm. he's all demonic looking now and like mutilated mm-hmm. uh, and yeah so he comes back he he wants to be. And like, this is where he fakes all the skeletons that are coming out of the graves. Mm-hmm. But he wants to just go home. He doesn't want to stay and help them fight. They're livid that he didn't say the words because now there's deadites coming for them and skeletons and whatever. Uh, and, you know, uh, Sheila calls him a coward. But then Sheila becomes a deadite and says that, he, you know, like they're all doomed. And this actually convinces Ash to make a stand where he stands up in front of everyone and says, all right, stand with me. We will fight back. You know, we will do this. We'll do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one by one, they all. I, I think if there's a failure of the movie, is that there's no no one at the castle that I actually give a shit about. Like, I think that's the yeah. one thing that would maybe make it a lot better is if I actually <laughs> cared. Like, because there's the one knight who kind of has like kind of doesn't like him, who's got the, like you know, the really straight fringe, but he doesn't really mm-hmm. have that much of a character. It's very paper thin. I think it it feels like he's supposed to be more of a character, but really, you never like I couldn't even tell you his name. Oh, like, not at all. Yeah, but like, yeah, it, it seems like they they are kind of starting off with like having them have some type of rivalry that you'll think like, yeah, they'll end up coming together or whatever. But it doesn't really play out to much. Yeah, um, I, I, 
It's one of those things where I think if I cared more about the people in the castle, I might be more emotionally invested, as opposed to just having fun yeah. with Ash. But uh, they definitely feel like nothing. So this scene where they all kind of like stand behind Ash just feels it feels kind of rushed in a weird way because it doesn't feel like mm. it doesn't feel like he earns their trust here. He, he makes this mm. big speech, and I kind of expected them all to just be like, "Ah, no, you're a loser and a coward. Like, why would we trust you?" <laughs> Uh, but hey they do it and we get a great montage out of it where he's training them why he's good at uh, spear combat (laughs) to train them all with a spear I don't know Uh, he has a chemistry textbook in his car though so he makes some bombs Mm -hmm. what's said chemistry textbook Uh, he also just pimps out his car to be like this (laughs) like battle wagon (laughs) we don't see that in the montage though do we uh, I guess not really. No, you nah. just get the reveal later. <laughs> yeah, you get the reveal when the actual. Co- this is the thing that the last chunk of the movie is just the big battle where uh, Sheila is now like an evil deadite version of herself, mm-hmm. and evil Ash has his army of skeletons and they're storming the castle. They've got a big, uh, you know, big I guess battering, that, uh, battering ram and all these things. At some point, the skeleton seems to uh, have found some naked women <laughs> to capture. Hmm. Yeah, there's random topless <laughs> women walking around at one point in the villain stuff, yeah. I I want to say this is this feels like this is more of a uh, Dino De Laurentiis uh, thing as opposed to something Sam Raimi would do. It seems like very, like, even though, you know, Ash is being very cheesy and, like, you know, like, making a lot of sexual jokes, like, it still kind of feels weird just to, I don't know, have topless women in it. Yeah, it's just kind of random. Uh, especially yeah. since it never really comes up again that they're there, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what are the, like, what are, honestly, like, what are skeletons going to do with that? <laughs> yeah. The skeletons do a lot that they shouldn't be able to. They, they're, all, they're speaking without vocal cords. They're, <laughs> they're, uh, they're, they're, one of them is playing a flute, a bone flute. Yeah. Without <laughs> any <yeah>. lungs. <laughs> like, you know, there's, there's, there's questions to be had about the logistics sure. of some of this. I think it's fair to say. Um, but the battle's fun. You know, Ash has more one-liners. Uh, he, he straight up does the Bane backbreaker on a, one of the skeletons at oh, one yeah. point. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, it, I, I think if there's a, maybe a fault of it, I think the movie kind of peaks a little bit when it's when it's all the stuff in the windmill and in the books and the mm-hmm. skeletons. I think that and the fighting of evil Ash, right? I think that part of the movie is where it peaks and it feels the most evil dead. This stuff yeah. at the end, the big battle, it's a bit, you know, like... I don't know if, if I really wanted to see Ash sword fighting someone. Like, you know, it's maybe not what I'm here for Evil Dead to see. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's a little strange. Because, uh, like, you could have done more stuff of, like, like, you could have done, like, Evil Dead in a castle or something, like, with, like, hey, like, things are starting to come alive or whatever. Or, hmm. You know, I, I, I don't know. But, I mean, it, there's still, like, a lot of fun stuff here. But, yeah, it's maybe not the highlight necessarily. I, I do wish the uh, the last act did remember it was at least a bit of a horror movie because it never feels like it once it gets to that point. Uh, For sure. The horror stuff, once it gets back to the castle from then on, it's just kind of this, you know, light-hearted adventure sort of mm-hmm. siege movie. And I, I kind of wish it remembered that he had a chainsaw. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the car. When he, when he comes out with his zipped-up <laughs> car and he's like, welcome to the 20th century, bitch. And he's got like, you know, a fl- you know spikes on it and like a flamethrower yeah. or whatever he's got. Like, that that was fun. It was. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I did enjoy that a lot. Uh, but mm-hmm. the, the the demise of you know evil Ash isn't that like exciting. I don't think. You know he sure. he, he falls off. He comes back as just a skeleton. Uh, mm-hmm. He gets catapulted 
uh, and blows up into the sky. Like it's all right. He, he he does a very like cartoony reaction where like he is like head pops open and yeah yeah. Uh, there's like a steam sound. <laughs> yeah, it goes full cartoon. And I don't have a problem with that. I, I mean, Evil Dead Two was also pretty wacky. I just kind of wish yeah. that the last act remembered that it's supposed to kind of be a horror movie too. Sure. Yeah. So you know, it's just a, it's it's one of these things where. It, it it feels a little bit uh i don't know what the word i'm looking for a, a bit like uh i don't know a bit less fully formed than the first two do but mm-hmm. i mean it's i mean it's still an enjoyable time because of bruce Campbell, because of the, the the cheese because of all the one-liners and uh all yeah. that stuff right. but like i say i do think it peaks a bit earlier sure um, that said i do love the ending uh back at smart that is yeah it's a little bit more horror-y uh, at that point yeah, well, it's just—it's not just that though. Like, I think the action, even when he gets back to S Mart, I but, yeah, like I lo- I love him like riding on the little cart and yeah, because he he, yeah. he grabs a shotgun from the 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 the, the, the gun section and he th- and he has no reason to f- throw it into the air because he throws it into <laughs> no. the air and then jumps in the cart and then catches <laughs> it and I'm like, why couldn't you have just jumped on the cart with the shotgun in your hands? You yeah. didn't have like you literally <laughs> didn't have to do that. But he grabs it and starts firing immediately at the Deadite, who's flying towards him. Like, this sequence yeah. at the end is great. Like, I love this ending yeah. sequence. And the whole point is, is that he's back at the store, he's still doing his same old dumb job, but, you know, when the Deadites show up, he's good at it, and then, he, you know, he grabs the, 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 the new girl, and he's like, you know, hail to the king, baby. Uh, <laughs> you know? Um, like, you know, I think if... Like, I can see Evil Dead 1 working without Bruce Campbell. Right, I totally can, sure. and yeah. arguably we we kind of get that with with the the new one, but yeah, <laughs> Evil Dead Two is a bit more borderline, where he does mm-hmm. add so much to what Evil Dead Two is. But I think Evil Dead Three, Army of Darkness. I think if you took Bruce Campbell out of this movie, it wouldn't be good. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, like there's, uh, like so much stuff that's just reliant on his like charm, his presence. <clears throat> it would be like such a strange movie without him like it would be like uh a huge i i doubt it would have like the kind of like cult success that yeah. it has now <laughs> I, I think it would just be like a, a kind of weird goofy adventure story without uh mm-hmm. you know without great effects or without like characters that we cared about um i, I think you take bruce campbell out of this the entire thing mm-hmm. falls apart so which isn't necessarily i mean it's kind of a critique i suppose because i'm saying they could have done other things better but but it's more that yeah that this one relies purely on him and uh, whereas i think the first two especially the first one can work without him the second one's kind of an interesting example because i think the direction is better and i can see it Mm -hmm. working with someone else but bruce campbell does add a lot to it though so i mean obviously i wouldn't want to take him out of it but uh yeah so you know but it's a fun time. I, I, you know, I feel like I've, I've been a bit more critical of this one, and I don't want to make it feel like I'm being overly negative because I, I do think oh, it's totally. a really fun watch. But yeah. um, it is the weakest of the three for sure. I think. Um, oh, I mean, yeah, I'd agree with that. And I mean, just uh, for at the very least, just in terms of like, <clears throat> you know, it's a franchise where it is still a horror franchise. You know, you still want that horror element, and this is definitely yeah pretty lacking in it, but. I mean, still I, very fun. I do love that it exists because it's just this weird, like, let's just do this type of movie, yeah, kind of thing with this character. I love that it just commits to what the ending of two more or less set up. So yeah. I, I, I really appreciate that. Um, but 
Yeah. I, I, I guess like some of the, the things that I have a problem with Sam Raimi and other films are creeping into this one a little bit. And I guess that sure. makes sense. But, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, uh, it's, still, it's still a good time. And uh, it's a nice sort of like light film to sort of like take you down again after the first two. So, yeah. And so and what we should probably mention just because maybe it is one of the more, uh, I don't know, famous uh, alternate endings. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if, if we talk about yeah what happens in that. Yeah. Uh, the alternate <laughs> ending, of course, is that because in this in the theatrical version you see him riding off and you know he's been given something to drink to to mm-hmm. take him back to present day and it just fades to smart and he's there and it, you know we get the ending scene and uh, yeah oh no i'm oh, sorry go on <laughs> i was gonna say yeah and then the alternate ending we see him take the potion and sort of go to sleep in his car i think and in a cave and, and he and, and he like uh of course like him still being kind of a, a doofus like accidentally takes uh the wrong amount that's right. Yeah, he actually specifically says yeah. like, "No, you can only take like three drops or whatever." <laughs> yeah, but when he wakes up and he comes out of the cave, it's the post-apocalyptic world. What? Why he's suddenly in Paris? Because I'm pretty sure the Eiffel Tower's in the background. <laughs> is it the? Is it the Big Ben? I thought. Or... Oh, is it Big Ben? Oh, either way. Uh... Well, I, I, I think I guess one thing we kind of forgot to mention because uh, we always think. Or you you know you basically always say okay the end of Evil Dead Two he travels back in time but he also travels like um, yeah he like travels locations. to England yeah he travels <laughs> like, to England yeah so uh, yeah I don't know I guess it would make sense if he yeah if he just remains there and then yeah um, because we all know those caves at the edge of London <laughs> of course <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah he comes out of the cave and it's this post apocalyptic future where everything's destroyed. Mm-hmm. And he just sort of yells, you idiots, you sent me too far, even though it was his fault because yeah. he, he didn't follow the instructions. Uh, <laughs> it's a really fun ending, and it's kind of something they essentially redid for the end of the TV show, uh, in yeah. a way. Um, it was not the exact same, but it was the same kind of idea. It was the post-apocalyptic future, and he's there to be Ash in the future kind of thing. Um, but I think I prefer the, the theatrical ending, because, A, because I really like the whole scene. Like, I like the, the, the action of it. Yeah. But also because... Well, we need a TV show. We can't have the TV show if the if it ends the movie ends like this. No, totally. Uh, yeah, I, I think the theatrical version uh, is uh, definitely better. Uh, it, it fits the movie more for sure. Uh, the I, I do like the alternate ending. Less like it's kind of fun thinking about like what could have been like if that <clears throat> was the actual ending, and then if they you know did end up making a fourth movie, which like you know something they were talking about like for a long mm-hmm. time, but. Uh, you know, it, and obviously now we're getting we're getting more movies, but it's not, you know, it, it's more e- Evil Dead stuff, but not like this kind of Bruce Campbell through line. But, um, so it is interesting to think about what they could have done with that. But uh, yeah, like you said though, you know, this other ending gives way to the TV show, which I absolutely adore. I t- the TV show is great. Probably we'll do a rewatch of that soon. Um, yeah, that yeah. TV show is uh, really good. Uh, not always perfect, but uh, a sure. lot of high points. Sure, in that show. Yeah, uh, season two in particular was uh, good stuff. I thought. Yeah, the the hit television show, Ash versus Evil Dead. How dare you! Don't don't quote my phrase. <laughs> don't don't you dare. So no, I, I mean it's a delightful watch for sure, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, kind of kind of a weird oddball way to end the, the trilogy, I suppose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I suppose we're at the point here where we're going to uh, rate the film. Um, you know, uh, you know what would be fun, like if 
it, it would be kind of wacky, but uh, I would like to see him try to do something like this for like a, a bad guy in a horror movie. Like imagine if sure. like, like probably wouldn't work with Michael Myers, huh? but like if like, you know, Jason Voorhees went back in time, like, uh, Oh yeah. Fun. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> I could have a blast with that. Well, we've sent him to the future already in space, so why not? That's true, yeah. Why not yeah. the past, yeah. <laughs> uh, so how, how about we send him back to, like, uh, feudal Japan? So all, all the samurai <laughs> think they can take him on only to be just, you know, macheted. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fun, yeah. yeah. There's ideas to be done here. There's ideas. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, yeah, I guess we're at, uh, at Raiden's time. So what are you going to give Army of Darkness? Uh, so I'm gonna, I, I agree, it's definitely the the weakest of this trilogy. Uh, I still have a ton of fun with it, though, and I like it a lot. Um, I mean, you know, so much of it is nostalgia from watching as a kid and, like, you know, just loving this character and, and stuff. So, uh, I, I'm gonna give it an 8, which, uh, yeah, pretty high score. Uh, I mean, definitely not as high as, as the other two, you know, Evil Dead 2, uh, you know, I give 10 out of 10, and uh, I forget what I give the first one. It might have been eight point five or nine, because uh, mm-hmm. I really like that solid horror film. But uh, yeah, it's definitely not as good as that. But still, you know, very fun, funny, charming, <laughs> interesting kind of oddball movie. But uh, yeah, I like it. I'm I'm kind of oddly conflicted here with my score because, on the one hand, I was cackling at Bruce Campbell every time he was mm-hmm. doing anything like Bruce Campbell, and I was like, oh man, that's Bruce Campbell stuff's even better than I remember, but other elements of the movie are kind of worse than I remembered. Uh, I, I guess the way I'd put it is that the movie's very hokey and mm-hmm. that's intentionally so, but, and I think it works when Bruce Campbell's there. I mean, Bruce Campbell's being Ash and he's doing his thing. It feels like it fits the movie, but mm-hmm. I feel like some of the other characters, the love interest, the night, the other characters around the castle, like all of them feel like really bad guest stars on a TV show. Does that make sense? <laughs> I, I get you, yeah. yeah. As opposed to actual characters in a movie, as weird as that sounds. And I think that kind of drags it down a little bit for me in overall quality. You know, I wish I cared about at least one of them. You know, that'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, or something. Or, or at least I wish it remembered to be a, more of a horror movie in the last act or, or whatever. Uh, it kind of revolves around being a big battle and it's like, yeah, like the car stuff's great, but I don't really, I'm not really here to see Ash sword fight with someone. Like, I don't want him to have a duel, right? Yeah. I want him to have, maybe a chainsaw duel, maybe. Uh, I think it'd be fun. But yeah, so I think for me, I'm going to give it a solid seven. Uh, so that's where I swear land. So there's a lot of good stuff there, but I do think there's, there's I think the more I've seen it, the more I critique some of the, uh, you know, the, 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 the more lackluster elements of it, I guess. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. That's uh, our Evil Dead Army of Darkness review. Uh, if you made it this far in the, in the review, uh, put the phrase, Hail to the King, baby. And the comments to let us know you got this far. I'm going to make Tim pose for the thumbnail. Tim. Yeah. Three, two, one, pose. Just a happy face. Okay. Just a happy, oh, happy Timmy. <laughs> Sometimes that's what you get. So yeah, uh, you can let us know what you thought of the movie, of course, in the comments. Uh, please do like and subscribe. Like is super important on YouTube. It's a nice, easy and free way to support us and show that you like the content and show that you want more and uh, help us find new audience members. And of course, we mentioned Patreon earlier, patreon.com slash TV. so have a look at that. Uh, you can get us on the Twitters at mailed... Sorry, well, you can get us at mailed underscore fuzz, but more specifically for streams, you can get us at streams midnight uh, for updates and uh, jokes and whatever Tim does on there. Sometimes very <laughs> cryptic tweets that don't make any sense. So try and decipher them. Uh, mm-hmm. Otherwise, though, 
uh, is the October Thon. Look forward to more episodes. Hopefully, you've been enjoying these Evil Dead discussions, and we'll have Evil Dead 2013 for you next week uh, around the same time uh, next week. So, uh, look forward to that. Uh, but otherwise, uh, that's pretty much us. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, even though there's still one more to do, go, this is kind of the end of you know the original trilogy because you know the, the yeah. 2013 one feels very separate and sort of layer. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, but that is Army of Darkness. This has been Screams After Midnight. So, thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies. And, Tim, have you seen Killer Workout? <laughs>